edition of the Ed Hallback Show, where we tell life stories with sarcasm, and I'll throw in a few smart-ass remarks once in a while, my guests will, but today is a, uh, I, have a, I have a guest with me, as opposed to last week's solo, which I did get some nice emails back from that, and uh, it was very gratifying, because people, people said we need to hear that every once in a while. But um, some people today need to hear and listen to my guest today. So, ladies and gentlemen, give a big round of applause to Mr. Rick Kilpack. Rick, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Yeah, yeah. So, Rick and I are doing this via Zoom, and um, it's been a little technical challenge for me, maybe more so than him. He's smirking now. I can see him on the screen. <laughs> so, it's so, all fun. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, it's not quite like having somebody across the table from me here in the Down Under studio. But uh, I met Rick, oh gosh, what was it, 10, 12 years ago? Right. Yeah. Uh, riding a bike, riding a bike around the lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he was a, um, we'll call him a temporary neighbor. And we visited briefly and uh, talked about a few things. And I thought, yeah, this guy's got a great voice you know and then uh, as i'm doing my podcasts and sifting through uh people i know for guests and and meeting new people i i I see that rick's now an author so it's like oh i'm gonna get a hold of him so i i i send him a note and i find out he's living in park city utah so from park city utah rick i'll give you the mic but i'll spout in every once in a while that was story rick well, I, I'll tell you what, I ended up in Park City, Utah, and it's a beautiful, beautiful area of Utah, beautiful mountains. It is the largest, we have the largest ski resort area in the United States with um, Vail has uh, canyons and it also has Park City Mountain. And then we also have Deer Valley. So we, re- we really have three ski resorts kind of bundled together in like a five to six mile area of the mountains and it's just stunning um, for wintertime activity. Um, but then really in the fall, in the spring, in the summer, we have beautiful, you know, it may reach 80, 85 degrees, but it always cools off to like 50 at night. So it is really just ideal when it comes to our, um, you know, the, the weather and the outdoor activities of biking, hiking, uh, mountain biking. We have a couple different lakes that are close by for fishing, for sailing, all, all the things for water events. Uh, we have uh, the Provo River, which is probably a top 10 trout stream in the United States. A lot of people fishing um, beautiful rainbow trout and brown trout. So year round activity and just really feel blessed to be here actually. Uh, I think I got to put that city on my bucket list. You're more than welcome to come visit anytime. Honestly, we have, we honestly do have world-class five-star resorts and from everything from top to bottom to the Montage, to the Waldorf, to the Stein, the St. Regis. And then we also have, you know, Best Western and Holiday and Express. So we, we've got you covered, <laughs> whatever you, how much money you want to spend. You know? Yeah. How long a drive is it from Clear Lake, Iowa? I would say... It's a thousand miles from where I'm at to Des Moines, so another, you know, eleven, eleven hundred miles. So, what, so what's a, that? Probably fourteen hours, twelve to fourteen hours. I, yeah, I mean, but you know, when you got to stop and 
get your blood flowing again and we'll make it a yeah. two hour trip. How's that? Yeah, it's a two day drive. I would call it. It's not a one day. It's a two day drive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're an author now. That's exciting. I've had a few authors on my show yeah. um, and everybody's got their, their why everybody yeah. has their, their reason, uh, whether it be selfish or helping people. And just from knowing you, you're all about helping people because you have a yeah. story. So uh, we'll put the geography and the road trip aside and we'll go to the okay. page now. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was diagnosed bipolar in 1988. And so I suffered a lot with mental health and mental illness in my 20s. And so I finally got uh, it figured out in my 30s and 40s. And I, so I wrote a, 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 book, a book called the Bipolar Booklet. It's not very long, but it is, it is full of good information of really how to manage your, your life um, when you have anxiety, depression, and bipolar. And I, and I do it through um, obviously, I, I began with medication. I, I began with uh, working out and getting eating better food and things that might be just a healthier lifestyle. Um, and then eventually, I weaned myself off the medication and just really do it through supplements. And I do it through a, a, a morning ritual, a night ritual. How I, you know, sleep is just one of the key elements for all of us. But but especially with someone who's got a mental health issue. Um, it really makes a huge difference in in how healthy you are by getting just a really really good night's sleep. So, and that is something that I I take something called Calm, which is a magnesium supplement. I take about a half hour before I go to bed. I mix it up in water, and that makes a huge difference in how I sleep every night. So, oh, that's, that's so the mental awesome. health aspect of my life has definitely been a challenge in my twenties, and it definitely did throw me for a loop for a while. Like I was really at times, like when I initially um, had my first episode, um, they, some people call it a psychotic episode. I was 19 years old and I, this sounds dramatic, but I was, I was really lucky to make it till, to, to the age 20 because I was definitely suicidal. I was definitely off the rails for a while. And I went from basically being the captain of my football team, captain of my track team and Eagle scout to a kid that couldn't get out of bed. I, I literally for three to four weeks could barely get down the hall to go to the bathroom. It just was just dead to life. So, so anyway, after all that, I, I've written this bipolar booklet. It is, it is very, like I said, short. It's only 42 pages long, but it's got some really good healthy information in it. Not about the size. It's about the fight, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, in, in your experience with bipolar, which I'm thankful I have no experience and or, you know, uh, yeah. for a lot of things, actually, uh, I find that uh, controlling it, like you said, is a key. So um, how can people get a hold of, hold of your book so they can learn from, from what you've done? Because just from our pre-recording visit you're all about helping people and sharing oh, yeah, of course yeah it's on amazon so oh. you can you can look it up on amazon the bipolar booklet it, it sells for nine dollars and 99 cents off amazon i do have a website americanmoodswing.com um and if they ever really want to call me you can give them my phone number i would gladly assist anyone who was going through a tough time if they're i was on the mobile crisis outreach team for 
Summit County, I dealt with suicidal ideations and psychiatric emergencies, dealt directly with the police, the sheriff, and the EMS people, and, and uh, went on 225 calls, uh, psychiatrics, psychiatric emergencies, and um, wow. suicidal ideation. So I, I, I do have experience in talking people through very difficult times, and I, I wish I was still doing that, and I hope to be doing it again someday, but right now I'm not. But I, I do find that I'm very good at helping people in their most dire moments. Well, that that's pretty cool because everybody needs help in certain aspects of their life and you've walked the walk. So now you can for the yeah. talk to talk and, yeah. and know what people are doing. So right. uh, the website again is American moodswing.com. That's correct. That's, that's, that's for my book. And for me as a coach, I have another website called American mood swings and American mood swings plural is for a documentary series. I'm working with a collaborative partner out of Paramount pictures and we're putting together a documentary series that deals strictly with mental health and wellness. Um, whether it's anxiety, depression, autism, Parkinson's, any kind of biological brain disorder, brain health issue. Um, we have, we hope to have this in production by the end of the year. I did work at Paramount Pictures for 10 years on shows like Frasier and NCIS and JAG and Star Trek I, I, as a computer manager, but I was never in production per se. I did go to film school, but I did not um, produce any kind of television or film. But anyway... Um, hoping to get something really worthwhile, high quality production that will allow people to get educated, raise awareness. And because, you know, especially after pandemic and COVID, it's, it's such, especially for the younger generation in social media, they're all stressed out. They all have anxiety and depression and it's really sad. So we need to help them as much as we possibly can. And I'm, I'm hoping it'll either be on Netflix or Amazon Prime or some kind of streaming platform. Oh, that's, that's very cool. So educate me a little bit because I know yeah. nothing of this. Is it a disease? The, the bipolar, is that a disease? Is that genetic? Is that, uh, I, I don't know. And I don't want to cross the line. No, no, that's a great, that's a great question. It is genetic. It was passed down from my father's side. Um, my, this is obviously personal, but it is what it is. My great, great grandfather killed himself. So, um, and I'm not sure exactly how he did, but obviously that shows that there was some kind of, I don't know, it, it's a chemical imbalance. And so, and it's okay. not the, the thing that I want to share with people is that it is bad as it sounds and dramatic as it can be. And it is life threatening at times. 99% of my life has been just like anybody else's. That 1% is a little dramatic and it does get a little scary from an, a, a psychotic episode where you have so much energy, you don't sleep for days at a time and you become really out of control behavioral wise. But, and then the, the, the downside of the bipolar is being so depressed, you can't really almost get out of bed. That, that's, that's really how it starts. So to be honest with you that I haven't had anything like that since I was in my twenties. I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm 60 years old. I've, I've lived to tell the tale and I've lived through the hardest part of it. Um, so it is a chemical imbalance. It is genetic. And it's it's not something that you because you drank so much or you, you did the wrong thing at the wrong time and gave it to yourself. But once you know you have it, 
and, and this is what I want to tell people, once you know you're bipolar, there's no reason to get hospitalized the second, third, and fourth, and fifth time like I did. I did not take it seriously enough to really understand the, the consequences of not taking care of yourself. Self-medication through alcohol, self-medication through drugs is not the way to do it. You want to take your medication. You want to eventually take proper supplements, eat healthy foods, stay away from sugar. Sugar is nobody's friend, but especially somebody who's already got a mood swing, they don't need to be taking sugar. So it's just simple things like that, like the right amount of sleep, avoid sugar, eat healthy, go to the gym every day, ride your bike, be out in nature. All those things make a huge difference. Wow, that that sounds just like a healthy lifestyle, whether you're uh, bipolar or not. Well, that's just it. It, it. You know, and I'll send you, if you send me your ad, address, um, and I'll send you one of these uh, booklets I have, and I'll gladly share that for, with you. And I can even, I have a PDF where it's an electronic version of I can send it to you today. But it is a healthy lifestyle, um, added with some supplements that are significant, like magnesium and zinc. And the other thing I, I wanted to mention, since I'm talking to people in Mesa City and Clear Lake, uh, the other reason I got through, 19 Rick, we're in 19 countries that listen to me also. Oh, that's awesome. Well, so, just the local people that know my mom and dad. The, oh, the yeah. reason I really got to make it to 20 was I did have wonderful parents. And everyone who knew my, my father in, in Clear Lake and Mason City, William Kilpack or Bill Kilpack, he was a dedicated banker and a dedicated Rotarian. And really between the, the hospital board, the school board, United Way, the Red Cross, the Boy Scouts, my father was actively involved with with the community and i will tell you that i just had wonderful parents i, I was blessed to have great parents nice nice that's uh that's something i i hope everybody can say about their parents i know i know i can because i got a few years on you but i grew up in the in the 50s and uh, early 60s and those were great times and oh, yeah, yeah. i agree with my parents no but uh, no. in the end they knew best and and i can't personally thank them today yeah. because they're gone but yeah everybody's i think and i hope have great parents yeah yeah so very blessed so, so do you have another publication besides this book uh uh moods is it now i lost well, well the bipolar booklet is one of them and then the other thing i do almost daily that really starts my day off and it really gets me focused is I do journal every morning. I do a gratitude journal every morning. I don't, well, I shouldn't say almost every morning. It's not a ritual, like a habit that I have to do. But I do start my day in really thanking God for everything I have. So I do have a journal coming out. It's being published by Christian Faith Publishing. It's called Put God First, A Guide to Gratitude. And it really is just 70 days of my journaling with a scripture and um, I'm really actually excited to have it come out because I, I, I hope it helps other people do a gratitude journal, which is even if you don't believe in God and you're just thankful to be breathing and appreciate the fact that your heart beats a hundred thousand times a day. You know, you, you take 22,000 breaths a day, your, your heart, your little heart in your chest pumps 2000 gallons of blood every day. So, I mean, it's like those just simple things that we take for granted that you have such a supernatural body and we're blessed to be on this earth. It's just like, that's just a great way to start your day and it puts a smile on your face. You know, uh, I, uh, I can tout a product. It's called One Day. It's, it's a journal and a friend of mine uses it. 
and he deals with some uh, some issues and he found by journaling it really helped him and what I've done with it uh, I downloaded it and I, I don't know what it cost me $39.95 a year and I can do uh, take my pictures that I take on the phone because we all take pictures every day yeah. and I also can uh, can do uh, what do I want to say uh, Oh, I can't think of it now. Oh, I verbalize everything because I don't want to type on my phone or my keyboard. To I get enough right. of that, and, and I can also record things. So um, I left. I have that, and I do that with my grandkids in mind. And yeah. my grandson is nine, and and he's he said one day when I took the picture, is that going to go in your journal? I said, yes, it is. Yes. Well, when do I get to see it? I said, it's in the envelope with my will, the username and password. <laughs> That's perfect. And, and you can see what we did, what I thought about it, and yeah. everything else. And he goes, well, I don't want to see you dead yet, Papa, but I'm looking forward to seeing it someday. Uh, yeah. I said, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, you make sure you share it with your cousins too. But that—that's what I do daily, and I've been doing that for a few years. In fact, somebody just asked me recently uh, what what the name of that was because they want to pass it along to their son for whatever reason, and it's none of my business. But yeah, journaling. Well, send me a link too. I want. I want. I'd like to do that too. That it would probably bring my journaling up into the 21st century versus just <laughs> putting it in a book because. Honestly, what 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 we really get to do with our digital pictures and some of this, even the podcasting and recording of our history, is to pass it on to future generations. And the one thing I don't really, I don't have kids and um, a family per se, but the one thing I will be able to pass on is my books. You know, my my writing, and I do hope to you know put together this documentary series in short order and get in production. And those are the things I get to pass on. Yeah, and. And uh, it helps people. That's that's what's so cool. I, before we went on, I, I was talking about my daily quote that I send out to people, and I yeah. BCC everybody so they don't get uh, that, and I don't sell my list. And uh, I was telling you about it, and you know, I've got a note here to to incorporate you in the list. It won't start for about a week, and yeah. I I find these quotes all over the place in social media, and I find one that hits home and I save it and I put it out there and I share it. And every once in a while I get a note back. How did you know? Thanks, Ed, I really needed this today. You know, that yeah. type of thing. That's very rewarding for me, just like with your book and booklets and, and you know, the calls you have, it's rewarding for you because you get to share that. And and it's not about um, beating your chest, it's about sharing no. helping. And no, it's not about money. It's about being a, your contribution to other people. It's about serving one another. So, you know, there's a book, funny there's a big book that says that, you know, we're supposed to serve one another and help one another. So, right. Isn't it funny? It takes us a few years before we catch on to that. Well, the one thing I, I, I kind of regret is that, you know, the, it, I didn't, it didn't hit me sooner that my real cross to bear my burden in life is now my, my greatest strength in my something I can share with other people that are suffering. So I, I wish I would have started, I'm 60. I wish I would have started this in my thirties and forties. Once I conquered it, where I, I would have 20 years of like helping other people versus just five, you know, but it is what it is. And you, you make the best of every day, but that is one of my regrets that I didn't start helping people sooner. 
you know, well, we, we don't always learn that, that that's what it's about. It, it takes a while. I mean, you know, I'm a slow learner. It took me a long time to realize I got to go to the gym or I'm, uh, my, my, uh, quality of life is going to go in the tank. And it was in the tank for a few years. And, and, and now I'm just having a great time and, uh, I can, I can do a lot of things, but I still have to do more to, to continue this, as I told you before, my yeah. goal, and I'll share this with everyone, my goal at, at, at my gym where I go is to be the strongest 70-year-old in there. And um, I think I'm on my way. I only got a year and a half to go. So, you know, yeah. another 365 days plus divided by two, and uh, we'll, we'll see where I'm at. But that's how. Yeah, one more trip around the sun, man. Yeah. <laughs> You have to uh, you have to be consistent with everything, just like you. You have to be consistent with yeah. your physical activity. You have to be consistent with your mindset, with your journaling, yeah. with your supplements. Consistency, you know, getting your sleep. I was just reading an article the other day how sleep is so important, especially as you get older. You know, uh, you, you need to get your full seven to nine hours. Yeah. Sleep. And yeah. me, I push the envelope, so I go for nine. Yeah. And, and why wouldn't I, right? Well, how much better do you feel? See, that's the difference. If I get four or five hours sleep, I'm like disabled. If I get seven or eight to nine hours sleep, I'm like a tiger. So it's like, buddy, which one do you want? You want somebody who's moping around and can barely walk around, or do you want somebody who's full of energy? I mean, that's right. You know, controlled energy, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it for everything to be honest with you. I think it's, I think it's, I think, you know, we've gone through a couple of tough years and people do appreciate the connection together as face to face. And then, you know, I think there's more of an appreciation after COVID um, when we're with people, I think, and there's a realization of how things were during COVID and how things are now. I think we're much more grateful. Oh, absolutely. Plus that was a huge life lessons for a lot of people. It, it, uh, it showed how social we really are and we need to be, you know, as, as I consume as much information as I can, I wish I would have when I was younger, uh, socializing is also part of being healthy and interacting with people and conversation. And, uh, it's just too bad, you know, that the cup of coffee you do that with costs about five bucks anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah but that that that's all part of it um well rick this has been fun i i don't know if you have any more you want to add today before i do my spiel sign off here but uh, i've got park city utah marked down as oh please please come visit and i'll i'll make sure you, you know about all the best restaurants all the great trails all the great fishing maybe next summer you can come out for a week or so and you, you'll really love Park City. And I do want to say this. I do miss Clear Lake. Clear Lake has some of the best sunsets. I miss the people. The one thing I'll say about the people from Iowa, and I always make reference to this, is that, you know, the people in Iowa, the salt of the earth people are a lot like the people in Utah. They're friendly. They're, they're really, they're honest. They're forthright. That's why the political system starts in Iowa. But I, I really do miss the people there. And you just have wonderful, wonderful neighbors. And Clear Lake is just a real one of the crowning jewels of Iowa. Well, I have to agree. I've lived here for, I think it's 16 years in a couple of months. And um, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, where do I want to live? I asked my wife one day, do we want to move or, or live somewhere else? And I got a big fat no. And I, <laughs> is that because is that of the two grandkids? Yes. 
I said, ah. okay. Yeah, and the third one doesn't live far away. We'll see him this afternoon. But ladies and gentlemen, or first of all, Rick, thank you very much. Yeah, for thank your time. you. And uh, I, I've learned a lot of things I didn't know. I hope I don't need to know, but I can maybe yeah. hear people in that direction. And yeah. if somebody reaches out to me, I will give you Rick's phone number, and now uh, you guys can have a conversation. Uh, but, but uh, you know, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to sign up for my email, uh, a daily quote that helps me uh, keep my day in focus. And I will send you one. I'll BCC it so nobody can grab your email address. And uh, I do it seven days a week, 365 days a year, maybe 364. I've been known to miss something once in a while. Like, like <laughs> it's gets a little busy. Uh, by the way, next week, let's see, this is going to air uh, the 14th of August. So then uh, seven days after that, I'm going to have one and it'll be solo again, ladies and gentlemen. So it'll probably be a little shorter. And I'm going to talk all about pie charts. Now it sounds boring as hell, pie charts. But uh, when you think about it, and you don't think about the cherry pie, the lemon meringue and and, and you know all all that stuff. You think about a slice of your day, and I'm going to make pie charts. Put them on my website, and after you listen to my podcast, you'll be able to understand what do I do with all my time. And and I'll just leave it at that as a tease to listen to the following one. But uh, Rick, uh, once again, I want to thank you. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. It's always a pleasure to come into your iPhone, computer, car, whatever. I've noticed a lot of my friends that listen to me, and I'll, I'll mention something about a show, and they say, oh, we haven't taken a trip yet, so we, we always listen to you in the car together. So so that's pretty cool, Rick. Best of thank luck. Thank you very much. It was awesome, man. It went really fast. It was a wonderful experience. Good, good. Time flies, and ladies and gentlemen, that being said, as usual, bye-bye.